I'm going to help you prepare to have awesome family photos taken. Most people start thinking about taking pictures in the next few months for holiday cards and just have an updated family picture, so I wanted to do this episode early so that you could start thinking and start planning. Today, I'm sharing all my hacks for what to wear, how to pick a location, how to capture those posed pictures and fun ones, and some organic candidates to capture the moment in time with your family. Also, talking about how to find a photographer in your area or how to take your own. How to get some creative shots that are beyond the sort of standard, everyone stands together and poses type thing. We're talking all about planning your family's photo shoot so that you have pictures that you really love and the process is not painful and it could actually be fun. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I feel like especially right now and especially the year that we've all had, focusing on something fun and exciting, something that you can keep forever and really hold on to is just so special. We're talking about taking family photos. And I know most people sort of do this in November, December, planning for holiday cards and just have an updated family photo. So I wanted to do this ahead of time so you can plan. On my Instagram, on the first of every month, I do a quick sit down chat of all the things I'm planning out for that month. So this is something I love planning out ahead of time because it makes it so you actually enjoy the process. It's fun picking a location and picking outfits and figuring out, finding some inspirational photos. The whole process can be so much fun. And I found if I'm not doing it last minute and hurried, it's actually a really good time. If I'm doing it at the very end and you know I've booked this day and I haven't planned anything, I'm doing it two days before and I'm racing to the mall, then it feels painful. So the whole point of this podcast is to give you lots of ideas for really creative family photos while also getting your more kind of like traditional family photos and having fun before, during, and enjoying them after, like the whole time. So the whole key is advanced planning. Figure out what you what you envision for this whole thing. Sometimes I start with an outfit or I start with an inspiration picture or I start with a location. So start with any of those. Whatever you have in your mind, maybe you've seen something or if you don't have anything in mind, just start Googling. Play around on Pinterest and on YouTube and you can just start with, you know, holiday photos, family photos, creative family photos, And I think that that'll really get your brain working for different things to do. Then I pick one thing. I'm like, okay, I want all of us to do, I try to do something different than the year before. So maybe I'll say, okay, we did, um, you know, the beach last year. So I want to pick somewhere completely different. Whereas that year I was like, I know I want a beach photo. Um, We haven't done a beach photo since Parker was young. So I want to do a beach at sunset photo. And then I based everything else around that. Other years, I've wanted us, okay, let's, I want to do something edgy. Like last year I wanted, I did New Year's cards instead of Christmas cards because I just wanted to do something different. I felt like 
Um, and my inspiration was actually, I saw Kelly Ripa did a family photo shoot and it was very edgy. It had, it looked like it was at a studio and everyone was wearing kind of black and white and silver. It had a big light box, like, you know, kind of on a movie set, a light box and like a podium, a stand were not a podium, but like a tripod, different things were in the shot. So it looked like cool. So I was like, love it. Perfect. That's going to be my inspiration. And we actually did it at the house. I, did, I had a big paper backdrop put, um, I, I put it up on my black stand and I rolled it all the way down and then we just stood on there. So here's my biggest tip for the best way to come out with awesome photos. I never want to do a shoot with the goal of getting one shot. So I start with the whole, I start with the traditional, right? So I get everyone all together. I'll get just the kids together, just my husband and I together, get all those things, right? And make sure you do those first because you want the kind of, you know, the the standard photo altogether. You don't want all of these to be so unique and creative that you didn't get like the regular shots too. So I get the regular shots first. And then I have a plan to bring in little things so that I also have other main images. You know how you can do a whole shoot and really all the photos are so similar that maybe you have like one group photo and then like, you know, two different versions of, you know, people, to you know, groups of people in the family together and that's it. So my goal is to always have other props. So maybe you add in something else that's holiday. A couple years ago, I bought these joy letters. So it just spelled out J-O-Y. I have three little kids. And so they were like covered kind of like a wire joy, but they were covered in like um, like Christmas tree type leaves or branches, right? So we did all the normal pictures at the beach. Then I had them all stand kind of by the ocean and had them each hold. They're kind of heavy. So they just like propped them on the sand and just put their hand on top of it. But then they're holding little signs that spell out joy. And these actually, I use the the letters as a Christmas decoration, a holiday decoration in our house now. And it's cool because it kind of captured a moment in time. And I framed that picture and I put it on the mantle next to the letters It's just very cool. But I didn't do this as the main photo because like I don't want them all, just like I don't want only the kind of traditional standard photos. I also don't want all the photos to be holiday-ish either because a lot of times it's, you know, we'll get a vision and you'll do something that's so holiday. Maybe it's not something that's kind of versatile, versatile enough to go up on the walls. I always try to do a couple different looks. So I tend to not do outfits that are just like solid screaming Christmas if it wouldn't go in my house normally. We have a pretty modern house. um, So like, you know, red sweaters and things like that would kind of just stand out. It wouldn't be something that I would necessarily frame. So get your main look and then have some accessories. Have a holiday, some sort of accessory. They could be holding a banner. You can order a bunting banner on Etsy that says something sweet or, you know, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Or you could have your last name in a banner that they hold. Or you can hang it up, up above you. There's so many different ways that you can do it. But I always add in something that's holiday, but I don't center the entire shoot usually around holiday. And I'll tell you the two times I did do that, which I thought was really worth it. Then I also have something else, accessories or maybe flowers or something specific to this period of time in our family. So maybe if it's a specific game that we all love playing, I'll bring that. 
because I want to get those organic moments too. I don't want everything to be so posy. Like I said, I get the pose stuff done at the beginning. And then a lot of times you're already there. You're already dressed. You've already, you've already made your whole family be there. So sometimes adding in these extra things could be a five minute series of photos but it like doubles your shoot. It doubles what you get out of it. And I love adding in anything that just like kind of takes a little a little glimpse and just makes you remember what you loved at that age. So, I mean, you could even hop on bikes or you could play a game, whatever it is. Maybe you guys love giant smoothies and you kind of arrange maybe for someone to pick up and at the end of the shoot, bring in big giant smoothies and you sit somewhere cool and enjoy that. Or, you know, whatever, if, if it's something like food, I try to do it like oversized or elaborate just so it doesn't look like you have pictures of you just sitting and eating something. But so I would do a huge pizza or, you know, these like gorgeous over the top or, or even just big um, sundaes or um, milkshakes or something like that. So pick something that's, that speaks to your family at this point in time and try to do that. And then also get candids. Even if you don't have a prop in mind or you end up forgetting to do it or something like that, you can even just be walking, like walking and talking and laughing. I love movement. I love anything that just shows energy and it gets people's natural expressions and you can laugh and joke so that you're smiling. Depending on the ages of your kids, you might want to do a little bribe. I'm all about bribery for photo shoots just because it does not happen very many times in a year and I just think it's worth it. So it's not a painful experience for anybody, for you, for your kids, for the photographer or, you know, a friend if, if, if they're taking your photo, do a little bribing or even have a little treat at the end if that's part of the shoot or kind of part of the experience. So two times that I did a shoot like this that was holiday focused, I did one time at an actual Christmas tree lot, which I loved. We wore, um, Craig couldn't make it and it was kind of like a bonus shoot. I was just doing it for fun. It wasn't like an organized family shoot. So it was just me and the kids and we all did kind of matching, but not matching plaids. And we had, um, from cotton on kids, I got everybody, including myself, the same like brown kind of teddy bear jackets that were really in and we brought beanies. So we started out just walking through the Christmas tree lot, which I thought was so fun. I had never done this shoot before, but I had seen it online quite a few times. And then after we got the main shots, then we put on the beanies and the puffer jackets and got some more kind of candid photos. And we did like hide and go seek through the trees. So I have like so many great smiles. I'll post some of these on Instagram um, the day that this podcast goes live so that you can kind of see some of the inspiration that I'm talking about. But that one I felt like was so worth going all in on the holiday theme is if you actually go to a Christmas tree lot. Now you might have to get clearance because a lot of times people want approval, especially if you're using a professional photographer. So just call ahead on that. And that really goes with a lot of different places. Check with your photographer if you're using one um, or you can research online or call, but you don't want to be stuck in a place where you just kind of showed up and you're doing this big production and then someone tells you that it's not okay. So do your research ahead of time to make sure you're allowed to be doing what you're doing. If you're doing it on the casual, like not hiring a photographer and having someone take your photos, a lot of times, you know, you're, you're not throwing up as much of a red flag, but I would still go through those motions because there's nothing worse than, you know, kind of having the whole thing squashed as you get into it because we didn't do that step. So let's talk about the photographer. So 
My good friend, Greg Loza, does all of my photos. He is incredible. If you are in Orange County, book him now. He books up ahead of time because he is so incredible. He's so great with kids. He's a very cool guy. Like he is not aggressive and placing people. He is just like, he knows what is going to capture the best shot lighting and positioning and all that stuff. He's super honest, which I love, you know, like, Hey, you're slap, you know, you're slouching shoulders back. You know, sometimes you'll take a hundred pictures and you're like, Oh my God, I was doing that one same thing in every photo. And I don't like any of them. He will tell you that, especially if you kind of give him a heads up, Hey, here's the dynamics of our family. This is what I'm looking for. Please keep an eye out. You know, this kid does bunny ears or this kid sticks their tongue out, whatever it is. Tell your photographer, and if you're in Orange County, you must use Greg. I'm a big fan, as you know, of sharing all of your best resources. And this is one of my best resources, referrals, recommendations of a lifetime, because he has captured so many special moments um, for our family. And I'm just so grateful. He doesn't miss a moment. It's never blurry. The lighting's never off. It's the posed pictures. It's the candid pictures. It's the way he finds the angle and the light and the positioning and gives you the ideas. He's always willing to push that extra couple of minutes to get the shot. He'll never stop before. That's a hard part. You know, you could only the person, if you're doing a group behind the, behind the camera really knows if you got the shot, if everyone was looking and not blinking and smiling and doing all the things. So having the right person take the pictures is so key, especially if you're going to do it, if you're going to gear up, if you're going to, you know, get the outfits and go to the place, you want to make sure that you have the right person. So find a photographer. If you're in Orange County, call Greg. If you are somewhere else, I would look on Instagram and I would find someone locally who's done photos that you like. I think that's the best way. You can also do Google searching and things like that. But with Instagram being such a great um, showcase of everyone's photos now, I think that's a great way to find some someone. I will put Greg's contact information in the um, in the show notes because, um, like I said, book up with him now. I know literally his entire November. You can't even you can't even talk to him, and he has so many people that do it on the regular and love him as much as I do. So if you're new to kind of getting into him. It's great to do it now. And I love doing these things ahead of time, at least booking them ahead of time because it puts the date on the calendar. It makes you start thinking of ideas, looking online for inspiration, or if you're out looking for outfits, sometimes it's hard to do all the outfits online if you're trying to get everyone to kind of look, you know, synergistic. I Some years I've done exactly matching I kind of prefer, well, I like both, but I'm in the mood more right now for like matching, not matching. So it's like all the same colors, but completely different outfits. But I love matching too. I mean, there's just such a special moment with matching, like matching holiday pajamas, you know, like there's just something very cool about everyone matching exactly, or, you know, pretty close or like the guys matching and the girls matching or, or having some sort of element that's matching. Um, Sometimes when I'm picking what to wear, I'll start with, you know, my outfit if I have something specific and kind of build around that. I'll start with sort of a concept and just look for outfits for everyone that goes within that concept. 
like I said, sometimes the the creativity I think should come as you're thinking about this. Think about what you want the most and then work around that. If you want a specific location, if you have a specific shot in mind, if you want a specific look with clothes, pick with like what's your like most important and then build everything else around it I think is such a great way to go. But I'm telling you, Having those candids and not just having the posed pictures are going to be your favorite. It just takes it to the next level, but it does require advanced planning. I'm telling you, because you know, if you had everyone stand and smile, stand and smile, you can do the cool like walking photos and you can move around. But I'm telling you, if you have some sort of prop or some sort of food or some sort of game or some something, even if it's not like, a, you know, this like when I did the joy letters, that's not like that fun for kids, but it was just something to change the moment, right? So we did all these, now let's change and let's do something else. Because a lot of times, like I said, the hard part is getting there. Once you're there and you got everything set up, they can only, you can get a couple different looks and concepts and try different things out and it'll only take you, you know, five extra minutes. The hard part is to get everyone dressed and getting everyone there. Once you're there, have a couple things. And sometimes I bring things I end up not using, but I'll just bring like a little laundry basket. If we're going down to the beach, I'll bring a laundry basket of things and I kind of have them separated and say, okay, after we get our main photos and always walk your photographer, or if you're having a friend do it, you, which you totally can, if you're having a friend do it, just make sure that you really test the lighting and stuff like that. Make sure the photos are coming out with great lighting and, and clear, not um, blurry at all, just because I really try to always think of anything that could make it to where you go back to your camera roll and you're like, oh my gosh, how did I not think of this? Or, you know, all of these are messed up because of this. So, um, make sure you do that if you're having someone and then run them through, tell them, I want to make sure I get all this first. And then here are the fun ones. These are the things I would love to get to because a lot of times you're in the moment. You're thinking about yourself and everyone's smiling. So it really helps. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a photo shoot for work or for for family and I've forgotten something that I really wanted to do. Like one year I brought Christmas lights. I still want to do it like um, Christmas tree lights, like the thin little lights or you can even do house Christmas lights, I guess. And I wanted the kids to like wrap us up with the Christmas lights at the end of the shoot. And I had them in a laundry basket and I just forgot. I love those fun things, especially those fun things that are very kind of holiday-ish. Now, that may be your main photo concept. You can totally do that. Maybe you want to dress up all in Christmas jammies and wrap yourselves like you can do a, a cute posed one where wrap yourself in the lit up Christmas lights and you kind of pose. And then you could do a funny one where the kids look like they have wrapped you up. That's really fun. So sometimes you can go all in. Like if that's your concept and you're not worried about getting a traditional sort of like posed everyone smiles family photo, then do it that way. If you do want the photos, then do it as a second shot. Now, I would love an outfit change. Oh, I would love everyone to get in a completely second outfit, but I think it's just not realistic. A lot of times that's where you're going to lose steam and you're going to have some pushback so I think it's best if you pick one photo, one outfit for everyone. Do not do an outfit change during this thing and um, figure out how to make it work. So maybe if you wanted to do the lit up Christmas light thing, maybe you're not in jammies. You're still in the other outfits that you did for your traditional look. But it's still cute. No one would know that the other way was your vision anyways. Um, I love, love, love doing um, different things with kids at different ages that just, you know, that just kind of makes it capture the age. I think of fun, you can do funny elements. Like I said, the parents tied up 
or, you know, one sibling with a sign that says brother for sale. I think, you know, some of those are kind of cheesy, but it's fun and it's funny. And a lot of times, like I said, it just takes one extra second. So spend your time ahead of time researching online, find some ideas, have it all done. Like if it's going to be like a little chalkboard, they hold up, have it done. Don't do anything there. Sometimes if it's more of like a pretty shoot, I'll just bring flowers, like a bunch of roses and just kind of figure out, maybe we'll hold them, maybe we'll set them somewhere. Um, I just love photos. I mean, um, flowers as an element in it in general. Um, another time, oh, I forgot to mention the second time I did a holiday exclusive shoot. So I told you all about how I had a photographer and I had Crystal, um, a, another local photographer who often works with Greg as assisting him. I had her do my Christmas, um, Christmas tree farm photos. So I'll make sure to link her too. And I know she does those every year if you're local and want to specifically want that. She did a brilliant job. The other type of holiday, like all in committing holiday photo that I did that I loved is I bought a bunch of small Christmas trees and I put them on the sand at the beach. And this is before I had Parker. I got the girls dressed up in like beautiful champagne sort of sequin dresses. But then I also brought like puffer jackets. So it was kind of like, you know, super casual meets glamorous. And I had them sit. I didn't do adults in this one. I just did kids. Um, and I had them sit in their pretty dresses at the beach and take pictures with the Christmas trees kind of in the background. Then they put on their puffer jackets and ran through all the different Christmas trees. They were maybe like three and four at the time. It was so cute and so sweet. And it it looks, I love things that kind of look ridiculous, like over the top. I think that's what kind of nails the shot and like all these Christmas trees on the sand in December. It's cold. The waves are crashing. It was a cool experience. And it was cool photos that we that we captured. So if you're going to do something like that, like you're putting uh, like uh, some little Christmas trees or like a big Christmas tree on the sand, then that's a time I think you could go all in. But even so, just scoot to the side and take some regular ones too. That way you come out of it. I just love coming out of a shoot with a couple different photos that I love, not just one. You know where you can come out and they all kind of look the same. But I'm telling you, it's overwhelming. Even if you're super prepared, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming in the moment. So have the things ahead of time. Have some props or accessories, a funny element or, you know, a game or a food. Have that planned. Tell the person taking the photos that you have it so you don't forget about it or you don't forget to add it in at the end. Um, and then, you know, make sure you do it, get it, get it in at the end. And also it kind of helps for bribery, especially if it's going to be food or some fun game, it helps kind of keep your kids happy and smiling. I like to talk to them about it ahead of time too, because that's one of the hardest things is it's not fun. Well, listen, if you're in my world for husbands either, or kids to stand and smile and smile a hundred times and move. So I like to do it a couple different ways. One thing is I prep everyone ahead of time and just say, listen, I don't ask a lot. This is really important to me. This is really important to mom, mini me. Um, will you please do this for me? Like, I know you don't love doing this, but it would really mean a lot to me. I'm going to put these on the wall. I want you to be happy. I want you to be smiling. And, you know, it would really mean a lot to me. And as my kids have gotten older, that's really all I need to do. And that makes me so grateful that then, even though, you know, they're not obsessed with the process, they'll do it. And they like looking at the photos afterwards. 
And then for when my kids were littler or for my little guy, it is straight bribery. Of course, I tell him. I try to also think, because sometimes bribery can like time out too. Like that's, you know, doesn't always work. I also try to think of what makes him laugh lately and have that ready. So I'll either do it or say it or have the photographer. Sometimes we do all sorts of things where we'll try to like pretend to throw something or we'll, or we'll say like, okay, smile. I'm going to throw you this ball or you know, even if in a bind, pick up a seashell. I'm going to toss you this seashell, a tiny one, of course, or whatever it is. So that way they're looking at the camera. They're giving a smile. It's not a forced smile. And I feel like things just go so much better that way. So like Parker right now will like run in a room and tell us we're babies. He loves it. He goes, you're both babies just because now he's a big boy. So like to tease someone that they're a baby is like hilarious to him. So he loves that. So I, I think of that, like before the shoot, obviously it's changed all the time. The last time we did a little shoot at the house, I, you know, we all got in position. He was squirming like this 35 pound squirming worm in my arms. And I was like, Parker, you're both babies. You know, just like one of those things that's just like so silly, makes no sense. But he died laughing, got the shot done, move on. So think about those things ahead of time. Um, I'd recommend don't do iPad or TV because then they'll like want it. They won't want to get off of it. You don't want to hold it up. I love music though. Music can bring it, bring a speaker or if you're doing it at home, just turn on music just for like some vibe and some atmosphere. You can turn on kids music to get them like happy and laughing and dancing. Whatever you think is going to make it fun and have the best outcome, have natural smiles and um, you know, really represent how your family is. I love my favorite thing about this whole thing is capturing the ages and stages of everyone, not just what they look like, but what their smiles like, you know, how many teeth they've lost, what their mannerisms are. So the more I kind of plan ahead of time, and I'm not saying, I'm not talking about, um, spending a fortune on props and hauling this huge, you know, wagon full of stuff. It's more like small, easy things, but it makes for a whole totally new look and concept. And it could be, it could actually end up being your favorite shoot, your favorite shot from the shoot. Now, there are so many creative things online too that you can look if you want to do like the fun, you know, kind of funny Christmas cards. Um, You know what's interesting about this whole thing? I wonder how long Christmas cards are going to exist. Are they going to be one of those things that kind of phase out like business cards? Are people always going to do Christmas cards, I feel like we definitely are getting each year a little bit like less and less, but I don't know that part will be interesting, but I think people will still start take, I mean, we'll still take the family photos around holiday time. It just kind of feels like what you do. Um, but I also love like the, the really creative ones where they do, you know, Photoshop so that the kids are taped to the back wall with like Christmas duct tape. And then the parents are sitting in front you know, having, having a glass of wine or a glass of champagne or a beer on the couch in front of them. So the kids are like taped to the wall. I like photo shoot type things like that are really fun. I think it's great if you live somewhere that has a, a bunch of nature where you can get out and get in a bunch of fields. Now, I think that this sometimes becomes a very expected look, you know, standing in, in, in nature can kind of seem still a little bit stiff to me. But I think if you can find somewhere with flowers or unique trees, it can just add such a cool element. I really like the fun photos um, of like the parents holding the kids upside down are really cute. If you are expecting, there's so many creative ways that you can announce it or just show the little baby 
when we, I remember we did family photos at the mission. There's also cool like cityscape you could do for some really, you know, cool modern things. We did the San Juan Capistrano mission one year. And I remember I just brought like little cute shoes. I was newly pregnant with Presley and I just brought the cutest little pink shoes. And when we all kind of lined up and did a picture of our feet and then I had Presley's little shoes and put baby girl, baby girl coming on the way. It's really fun. There's so many fun things you can do expecting with, you know, the, the baby kissing your tummy and, you know, kind of like not make it like a maternity looking shoot, but make it special. You know, this, it captures that, you know, next year is not going to look the same as this year. So capturing what this looks like. I also, just to give you more ideas, I love shots at home, especially maybe if during quarantine COVID, quarantine COVID quarantine, you've spent some time remodeling your house or if there are certain areas you spent the most time in or you love. I love shots like everyone on mom and dad's bed or the kids in their own rooms or everyone in the backyard. I think those are really special. And I think it's really cool. So many of us forget to take pictures of our own house. And I think it's really cool for kids to look back and see the house that they grew up in. Um, I talked about the joy letters I love. I love bunting letters. You can also just get standard letters. They don't have to be custom from Hobby Lobby or Michaels. You can have everyone hold a letter and spell out your last name, or you can spell out love or joy or family. There's just so many different things that you can do. I think it's really fun um, to incorporate some sort of lettering. And you can always add this in in post-production when you're like designing the card. But I like having something to lean on and touch and, you know, like incorporate in real life into into the shot. For me, that's kind of like the best. But listen, if you don't get the shot, you can absolutely always add it in in post-production. If you are a family who cooks or bakes, I love, especially if you're going to commit to a holiday look, I love holiday baking shoots where everyone's wearing aprons and maybe Santa hats and you're making Christmas cookies, maybe if that's part of your traditions, or if you just like doing it, you could put some like little Christmas lights behind you in the kitchen just to make it festive. If you don't already have decorations, I think that's a really fun one. I think if you aren't sure, going to the beach, if you if you are close to a beach or going to the snow, if you're close to the snow is always a great option. Just the best lighting and the best outdoorsiness. I love confetti and glitter, like having having the kids um, I guess it's kind of a little bit more of a newborn, I mean, a newborn, a um, New Year's kind of celebration shot, but I love the shots where um, everyone or just the kids are kind of like blowing confetti or blowing glitter. If you can capture that at the right second, that's just such a cool, it's just such a cool kind of close-up picture and you have to, you have to smile when you're blowing glitter or confetti. So, I mean, I think those are my favorites. Like, those are my really go-to things. I love a Christmas tree lot moment. I love beach. I love outside. I love a home shot. Wherever you decide to do it, I'm telling you, the best thing you could do is plan it ahead of time. Have everybody's outfits fully locked down and improved by them. Like, Ideally, if you're going to do it right, have them try it on. Tell them, yes, I consent to wearing this. Have that done like a full two weeks before. So there's no question and there's no breakdown going into it. Then think of what creative things you're going to do. So maybe you have lots of inspiration photos. Maybe you just have one or two. Get your regular shots down first and then bring in the creative elements. I'm telling you, you will be so glad 
that you got all the standard ones, but then you'll, and you'll be so, so happy to have like all the extra bonus ones. You could do it on your front porch. I love front door pictures are so sweet or anything outdoorsy. Once you feel like you got the shot too, have everyone like switch sides because sometimes you just don't know and someone could kind of be doing something a little weird that the photographer doesn't see that you don't see because you're behind them. So I feel like, especially if everyone's willing, if you're, if you, you know, stand, smile, and then you're like, got it. Okay. Actually everyone move. Like if you're holding a kid, put them down or, you know, switch the side, switch it up. I just love having those options. And a lot of times that's kind of saved me when I didn't realize that something was not as I, as I realized, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, thank goodness we moved spots because that kind of solved that problem or some kid was tugging on something, you know? You just never know. So once you get the shot, switch it up a little bit and do kind of a backup. And then after you get all your basics, all the, all the, you know, those special kind of more traditional moments, then bring in your props to kind of make it first holiday-ish and then make it creative to your family and what you love at this moment in time. And also something fun and don't be afraid to get messy. One year, Greg followed us and we were leaving the shoot. Parker was little. Craig was like, okay, you've already pushed it. It was cold. He was start- Craig was starting to walk up. And one of my girls is like, hey, can I run in the ocean? And I was like, no, you're wearing your nicest dress. And then I fully stopped myself and I was like, yes. It reminded me of like trashing your wedding dress. I was like, yeah, go ahead. Go run in the ocean. I'll pick up the stuff. And then um, I saw her playing and I was like, you know what? this is just stuff like my dress, their dresses. So I ran in after her and then I called my other daughter. I was like, come on, it's cold. This is crazy. But like, how fun is this? Let's go in the ocean in our dresses. I don't worry if they get sandy or messy or muddy or wet. Yes, it's going to be a cold ride home. I think I have towels, but let's just go. And we ran out in the ocean. We were holding hands and dying laughing. Like this is the craziest thing. It was freezing. I did not plan my shoot early enough ahead of time. It was like December 10th. I have a big nonprofit holiday event in December, so that always consumes so much of my time. So sometimes I don't get these in before that event. So it was freezing, full on December. And then I hear Greg, who had already packed up his camera. I hear him kind of like shuffling around, and then he kind of he kind of ran up behind us and captured the shot. Was taking pictures, and we had no idea. This was not for photos. It was just like one of the girls ran in. I was like, let's do this. And then those are my favorite shots from the entire day and we were already packed up we were leaving so sometimes it's just a matter of saying yes and being open and getting messy and getting dirty and let the kids be involved and let them be creative and they'll always remember that you didn't say no to everything because so many things we always have to say no to and you kind of went with it a little bit I have a picture of me holding hands with my girls upstairs at the top of our stairs. And it's one of my favorite photos. I see it every day. And it also kind of just is like, you know, not in a cheesy way, but really it's, it's honestly a gentle reminder to sometimes like let things go a little bit, ease up a little bit. Things don't have to be perfect. You can get messy if things get stained. I mean, I mean, we'll grow out, we'll, we'll grow out of the clothes anyways, they remember that moment when I was like, yes, let's do it. And we had so much fun together. I feel like sometimes those times are hard and you can't create them. You can't craft them. Sometimes you just have to go with them when they happen. So if that happens, get messy, get dirty, go with it. You'll be so glad you did. I hope this podcast gave you so many different ideas and I hope you start planning your family shoot now 
so that you love it, that you have fun with the process, you find some creative inspiration, you bring those little props and those little elements that really take it to the next level, and you capture this moment in time in just the way that you want to. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be like anybody else's. For me, it's all about getting a picture, capturing everybody's age and what they're like, and you know your vision, something that's special to you and images that you love that you will keep forever because that's what the family photos are all about. Thank you so much for listening. I love this time together. I love this community. I love chatting with you on Instagram, on DMs. Send me a message at Lindsay's Cloud. Let me know what you thought. I will post a bunch of photo, family photos that we've done in the past to give you some ideas and ask me any questions there. Anything I left out, ask me there. I would love to share it. I love family photos. Um, I feel like I've done so many different ideas and figured out so many hacks. I'm excited to share. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.